Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Edge. Today, I'm going to talk about my results from taking CBD oil for the last 90 days. Here we go. Welcome to The Edge Podcast, your weekly playbook about the inner game of building a successful business, making you a happier, healthier, and richer business owner. And here's your host, Brandon White. Over the last few years, I've been reading a lot about CBD, CBD oil, CDB balm, and all the benefits that have been claimed to come from using this product. And back in May, in episode 118, I interviewed an old college friend, Tanya Howell, from Mad River Botanicals, who has a CBD business making oil, gumdrops, and balm. And the cool thing about their company is is that they actually grow it, press it, produce it. They do everything from the seed to the product versus buying it from someone else and doing everything. So they do the whole thing, and it's certified organic. And from that conversation, I became interested to see if it could help me. And when I do a long ride on a bike, three, four, five hours, my neck hurts. And I started using the balm and I did start noticing that it relieved pain. And then I decided to try the gum, gumdrops. The gumdrops worked, but I didn't like the sugar in them. I think they're, they're totally good for me. I'm a total fitness freak. So having that extra sugar for me wasn't worth it. They taste really good. And I had good results from trying them before I went to bed. But then I talked to Tanya and I said, Hey, I want to get a bunch of the oil from you. Let's try it. So I started taking it. And I, instead of just doing it randomly, I did an experiment over the last 90 days and have been taking CBD oil, 1500 milligrams, every night before I go to bed. And I've tried one dropper and two droppers worth of doses, which when I told Tanya, she said, wow, that's a lot. But then I had read a lot that just because you take that amount doesn't mean your body absorbs it all. So I just experimented. And what I'm telling you here is my experience. I think this is true with everything too much. Too many times people with nutrition and fitness, they'll say, well, this is the way you have to do it. The fact of the matter that I've learned over being an athlete my entire career or entire life and just being in tune with my body is you have to decide and figure out what works for you. Just because it works for me doesn't mean it will absolutely work for you. That could be everything from my diet and how I'm able to stay lean to fitness. Maybe you do weightlifting versus aerobic or whatever the combination is. You got to figure out your own puzzle. Or while we have some common things in our bodies, there's also a lot of cells and genes and so many things happening that I could be watching my calories and eat one full avocado a day. And for whatever reason, I gain weight. If I get rid of the avocado, I can, or eat half the avocado, I don't gain weight. So it's just our bodies react in different ways. So I'm just giving you that to say, just because this worked for me doesn't mean it'll work for you, but I think there's some benefits. So here's what it's done for me. One, I sleep better. Now, I have increased my miles and my workouts 
over the last 90 days. So I want to acknowledge that that clearly has something to do with it. The difference between riding 50 miles a week and 150 miles a week as you get older, even if you're not getting older, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s, you're still going to need to recover. And that's going, and especially as you're building your fitness back. So I'm building my fitness back to where it was, and I'm going to sleep more. However, I have noticed that my sleep is deeper, and I don't have, I don't wake up as much per se, and I just feel rested. And I am measuring this. I'm, I'm telling you how I feel, but I measure my sleeping with a sensor. It's called Sleep Tracker. It was originally called Sleep Tracker by Tomorrow because we had a Tomorrow mattress. I think you can find it online. Now it's for another mattress. It doesn't matter what you buy, but the reason I like it, and I've talked about this on previous episodes, is because the sensor sits underneath your mattress and you don't have to do anything, meaning you don't have to put your phone next to you. You don't have to wear this ring. You don't have to wear a fitness tracker or a Fitbit or whatever you have. It sits under your mattress. It measures when you get into bed, when you get out. You don't have to press buttons. You won't forget. And it also measures your heart rate and your breath rate. And it uses all of those things, including your movements, to predict what stage of sleep you're in. And I have gotten, in general, deeper sleep. So to give you specific results, in October, I was getting, throughout the month, about 7 hours and 55 minutes of total sleep. My sleep quality was at 77%. Anything over 75% rating for this, you're in the green zone, which is really good. I had about an hour and 17 minutes of deep sleep, four hours and 43 minutes of light sleep, and my REM sleep was one hour and 54 minutes. I woke up once a month, once a night. Generally, that for me is all regulated by how much water I drink. And if I exercise later in the day, I tend to drink more water and obviously I'm going to get up to go to the bathroom. So, but I don't like to go to bed dehydrated. It has a ton of different effect, bad effects on me. So I only got up once. My sleep efficiency was 94%. And in general, I was doing hitting my goal of going to bed somewhere around 10 o'clock, no later than 10.30 and getting up uh, somewhere within 30 minutes of 6 o'clock. Sometimes I get up earlier at 5. Sometimes I get up towards 5.45. So in general, I was hitting everything. So this is the first month. In the first month, I started taking one dropper, and this is what I get. November, I started taking two droppers. My total sleep was 7 hours and 48 minutes. Not terribly different. Sleep quality is still in the green zone, 76%. And my deep sleep was up an hour and 21 minutes. Light sleep, 436. REM sleep, 151. I'm getting more deep sleep, which is, this is really restore, restorative, if you will, sleep. So I was, I'm happy about that. And what else do I see here? And I was, I did stay on my regiment, but I can tell you this, as I had increased my miles and my, and my training in November, not only was I getting better sleep, but I was getting two other benefits from taking CBD oil at night. Number one, did not have as much pain. I don't have chronic pain, but I've had three surgeries on my right knee. 
two of them ACL repairs, full ACL repairs, and the middle operation was an ACL cleanup, if you will. So they repaired the ligament and they removed cartilage. So I basically had three ACL repairs. I do not have an ACL in my right knee anymore. And I do get sore. And then my neck. My neck does get sore in my back occasionally just from a combination when you're riding a road bike, you're leaning over a lot. And sometimes you just don't have the perfect form. And that leads to some soreness. And if you do long rides, but I just, for the mornings, and I don't like taking Advil. I used to take Advil and I used to take three Advil when I needed it, but I really don't like taking Advil because there's some studies out there that says it screws up your gut biome. And and I've really tried to stay with natural gut biome stuff. So I don't want to kill it and reset it. I will take it if I have to, but I haven't needed to. For the most part, I wake up in the morning feeling like I did take three Advil. And the other reason I believe from reading the scientific studies out there on CBD is that it reduces inflammation. And most of the pain that you get and prolonged recovery is really all around inflammation. So if you can reduce inflammation, then you're going to recover faster and you're not going to have that pain. And taking the CBD oil, for me, has done that. And I mean, honestly, waking up and not feeling sore. And for a few days, I was like, what is going on? I just feel better, especially after those long rides. And then it's continued into December. I know December isn't over yet. But if I go here into my sleep tracker app and I jump on December, we are looking at eight hours and eight minutes of sleep, 78 sleep quality. Deep sleep is an hour and 14 minutes. Light sleep for 50. REM sleep is up. REM sleep is good as well. Really good to have restorative type sleep. Two hours and four minutes. And my heart rate's down, which is a factor of losing some weight and making sure I'm hydrated. And my sleep efficiency is 95%. I did read some scientific studies out there, and it does say that CBD, taking it is something that just isn't always instant. So I feel it can take a while to sort of get the effects on a regular basis of taking it. And I'm still waking up with not a lot of soreness. I feel better. I've cut back to one dropper and I'm at the 1500 milligram strength. And and I should talk about that this is full spectrum. So this has all the other cannabinoids in it. There's full spectrum and broad spectrum. And this is hemp oil, which does have some level of THC, but no greater than 0.03% is this threshold, I'm pretty sure. So you're not going to get, you're not getting high off this. It's a very, very low level of THC. But if you get full spectrum, you're going to have that some level of THC just from the plant extract in there. And, but there's some literature out there that describes that the full spectrum, because you're getting all these other cannabinoids and all these other things in the CBD oil, that that helps your body absorb it and use it more efficiently. I spent a few hours reading scientific research out there, and some of the science, the true scientific research hasn't been done on humans. There's been a bunch of things done on mice 
that has shown some of the things that I've talked about with reduced inflammation and less pain. Pain's hard to measure in a mouse because they can't talk to you, obviously. And sleep, they can measure. And then some of the other stuff has been done on humans. I'm going to continue to take it. I will say that the difference between November taking two drops, I slept and felt really good, but I did have some drowsiness in the morning, meaning I felt drowsy. But another interesting thing with taking this is I feel like my sleep is more restorative all around because I'm not taking a nap. I used to sit out and I still sit outside after I eat lunch to get sunlight and rest because you're always tired after you eat because all your blood goes to your stomach and that's why you generally get tired. I just like to sort of take a break. I, I think that what they do in South America with siestas has, there's something to be said for that and just resting your mind for a minute. And I do like to get sunlight. I believe in it. I sit outside in the morning with my eyes open and let that light come in. It really sets your circadian rhythm up for success. Having said all that, I just have not needed and not even felt like it. I sit outside and just, I'm awake. I don't even fall asleep. I think that that could have, I do believe the CBD oil is having an effect on that because my sleep is so good. And the data here says it. I'm getting 78 sleep quality with a 95% efficiency and at eight hours of sleep. I mean, that's just better than I've achieved. And I also do think that it's attributable that I've been really diligent on staying hydrated. And I take two large bottles. I measure it. We both, Yvette and I both have our bottles. We fill it up. I look to get two of those bottles in me a day. Yvette usually does. She's smaller, obviously. So she tries to do one or one and a half. I think she hits about one. But I think that I know that the hydration has affected it. But the CBD oil is definitely helped. And I am not during this period changed anything else. I'm not taking any other supplement other than general vitamins. I, Because of this COVID thing, I do take vitamin D. I get my vitamin D from the sun, but I also take a vitamin D supplement. And there's a lot of different research. If you watch that Netflix special on vitamins, you'd probably say never take another vitamin again. But the research that I've seen doesn't say vitamins will hurt you. I've just seen that a lot of research that says that they necessarily may or may not help you. Some trending towards not helping you, which is fine, but I'm buying myself an insurance policy. I do take glutamine because of joints. I do have noticed a difference because I've experimented taking that and not taking it. And the fact of the matter is, is that my knee, I don't need an ACL because the doctor said that because it is almost bone on bone, that it's actually more stable because it can't move. Because I went to the doctor, I thought I was going to have to have another ACL repair so that I could go surfing. And and the surgeon said, you, you, you don't need that. Your knee's not going to move. It's actually more stable, which is sort of scary. But my point in telling you that is, is that I getting some, some lubricant in my joints obviously must help and the glutamine does. But I am not taking, I haven't altered anything else that could attribute to waking up with less pain, less inflammation, and sleeping deeper other than the hydration and increasing my exercise that 
could have an effect, but probably wouldn't have an effect to such an extent. So that's my assessment so far. I'm going to stay on it. Maybe I'll do an update in three more months. We'll have six months on the CBD oil. I do take, if you're wondering, or take, I use CBD balm, 1500 milligrams, and it does work on my neck. I do rub it on my knees and sometimes my elbows, and it does seem to relieve pain. I've looked at sort of the science around that and said, well, does that make sense? It's very much similar to what Ben Gay does. Does Ben Gay really get into your muscle and relieve it, or is it the sensation of the skin and does it get subdermal? That's probably. This episode is sponsored by the Halle Financial Team at Expert Lending. Buying a house in today's market is competitive, and you need a lender that can close fast and get you the very best rate. The team is licensed in 48 states and has over 20 years experience in the real estate and lending space and access to lending rates that most mortgage brokers can't get. I know because I'm an investor in the team. If you need a mortgage or know someone that does, call or text Kara at 571-271-9086 and talk to a real human who will give you the customer service you deserve. Again, call or text Kara at 571-271-9086. Now back to the show. That's subject for another podcast that I'd like to get an actual expert on here to talk about that. But I, I tell you, the CBD bomb seems to relieve pain. Could it be a placebo? Maybe, but there's no methanol, anything methanol or anything that in there that gives you that sensation of tingling or, or smelling good that you get from some of these things like Ben Gay out there. So it's not that. I really just feel like it, it just loosens my neck up. So if you're, and I've had some other, I've asked some other people who do use balm on sore muscles and injured muscles, and they've echoed the experience that I've had. I don't use it every day, but when I do have some extra pain or soreness, not really pain, it's really just deep soreness after a long day on the bike, it seems to work. And it seems to work relatively fast. I mean, within 10 or 15 minutes. I'm feeling a lot better and I have better mobility in my joints that I put it on. So buyer beware, use it at your own risk. I will say that there's been some discussion out there that if you need to take a drug test for work for whatever reason, could the THC show up? Maybe it could. It's below, it's very, very low in that oil at 0.03%. And it, and it has to be actually tested. So this isn't something that someone cooks up in the lab in their basement and then just throws out there. It, it does have to be tested to have the certification on there for that. So just be aware of that. I don't know. I haven't heard of any negative effects from anybody who needs to get drug tested for work that it came back positive. But, but be aware of that and give it a try. Full disclosure, Mad River Botanicals, I, I have not had any sponsors other than our edge print newsletter on this podcast, I've haven't want I really haven't wanted any sponsors 
I should say, I don't know that I've wanted any sponsors or not wanted any sponsors. I've just been concentrated on getting content to you that is useful and valuable that you can walk away from these episodes and getting great guests, which we've had over 2021 on here to share their story of how they built it so that you can hear lessons. And me too, I'm, I'd be lying to say that I'm talking to all these people so that I can still learn lessons from everybody and share that. In 2022, maybe we'll have a sponsor. We've been talking to Mad River Botanicals and some other companies out there that I believe in. I will not have anybody on here that I don't haven't used, that I can't recommend. And that's why I've had a few people get frustrated with me. We have another company that's been asking. They have some psychedelics. I've never taken a psychedelic. I said that I couldn't recommend their company and I wouldn't feel comfortable. They they offered to sponsor the podcast and I'm just not going to do that until I try it. I'm probably not going to try psychedelics. So they probably won't wind up on here. But I could again be be convinced. There's a lot of research coming out. We got I got a good friend, John Liu, who's coming this coming week. Maybe he's coming tomorrow or he's coming next week onto the show to talk about a startup that he has. And this is an exciting time for psychedelics out there because they're getting approval to do real research again. There's some popular research happening at Johns Hopkins University that could be really revealing for people. So I'm going to have John on to talk about the whole movement there. That was a long, not rant, but explanation to say that you could hear about some sponsors on here. And I want to be disclosed why I was talking about all this. But that's not the reason. The reason really is, is that I want to share these things that I've done. I've shared what happened when I went on a plant-based diet for, I think I did it 10 days about killed myself at the end trying to have energy. doesn't mean it doesn't work. I might not stick with it long, long enough. But I want to share all these things that I do. Why not? I'm always experimenting with fitness. I have my whole life. And some of this thing could be useful to you. I mean, uh, lately, I've tried uh, liquid IV in my drinks. I used to use none on long rides for hydration. And the liquid IV, I got to tell you, I don't like that it has 45 calories. I know that sounds crazy. I think it's helped me. It's helped me stay hydrated. My rides have been better. And it's one of the first supplements that I've taken that that doesn't upset my stomach. I don't recommend you take any supplements unless you're exercising at least an hour or more. You don't need it. Your body has enough energy. So I'm not going to go out on a rant on that. But a little off topic here from CBD. But just to talk about the things that I've been experimenting with for my health and sharing with you so that you can at least hear an honest perspective from me, from a guy who tries, I wouldn't say it's scientific, but it's scientific enough in that I'm measuring these things with real sensors and gauges and doing something that's tracked versus just something random out there that you hear and you hear somebody say, oh, well, I took that. And then you ask them, you're like, well, did you take it for a prolonged period? Do you, can you tell me the stuff? And they're like, ah, oh, I sort of just winged it. Well, I'm not interested in just winging it. If I'm going to spend money on something, I want to at least track it to see if it's going to have some sort of effect. And if it does, then let's lean into it. If it doesn't, then let's kill it and move on. Most of the time, I find that taking natural substances for me and natural food has out 
outperformed anything else that I've taken. But in this case, CBD oil seems to really work for me. And I recommend that you give it a try. Certainly talk to your doctor before you do it. I haven't heard of huge negative side effects. Some of the side effects I was reading before I'm recording this have to do with having diarrhea, upset stomach, nausea, not nausea, being tired in the morning, so being drowsy. And I did look up if CBD would actually make you gain weight. I was trying to figure out, I've been talking about it in some of the episodes, been trying to lose some weight here to get back into what I call race shape, which is my ideal weight for racing bikes just so that I can have an easier bike ride. And I gained a, I've gained a pound. I've gone down, but I've gone back up. And I think I can just blame that on probably birthday cake and Christmas chocolate. But I did look at CBD oil to say, can it gain weight? And there's research that says you could gain weight because it could make you hungry. And then I saw just as compelling research that said that it can help you lose weight. So I don't think it does one way or the other. I think that's just a matter of what you put into your mouth and being conscientious about that. So that's what I have for you. That's my take on 90 days of taking CBD oil. Consult your doctor, but if you have any soreness, you want to try better sleep, give it a go. And if you do do it and you do measure it, please write me. Send me an email. Let me know what you found out. I'd love to hear from you. Good luck out there and the most magical of a holiday season for you. Thanks for being generous with your time and joining us for this episode of The Edge. Before you go, a quick question. Are you the type of person who wants to get 100% out of your time, talent, and ideas? If so, you'll love our monthly Edge newsletter. It's a monthly playbook about the inner game of building a successful business. In each newsletter, we pull back the curtain on our business and show you exactly what's happening, the real numbers, real conversion rates, lessons learned from failed and successful strategies, and how we're investing the money we make from our business to outperform the general stock market. We lay out what we're doing to get 75% conversion rates on our product pages, how we're optimizing our Facebook, Instagram, and other paid ads to get our leads under $3.87, the results from our email A-B tests, results from strategies I test to get more done in less time that allows me to ride my bike 100 plus miles a week, work out, spend time with Yvette, and still successfully run our business. How I'm investing the money we make from our business that has led our retirement account to average 20% over the last 10 years. The exact stocks, ETFs, cryptocurrencies, and other investments we're buying each and every month, and tons of other actionable information. Imagine the time and money you'll save by having this holy grail of business intelligence. You can take all of it, apply it to your life as an entrepreneur to avoid costly mistakes and be happier, healthier, and richer. As a fellow entrepreneur who's aiming for nothing short of success, you owe it to yourself to subscribe. Check out the special offer with bonuses for you as a listener at edgenewsletter.com. Again, that's E-D-G-E newsletter.com.